Hey ladies, welcome to Save the Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Huss and Michaela Johnson, and today's episode is on body image. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So, no, but on a serious note, I feel like body image is obviously something that pretty much every single woman has dealt with, and especially me and you, I know both of us have dealt with it really bad. And so, I just want to know kind of your thoughts on body image, like what does body image mean to you, and how has it affected your life? Um, I think growing up, we like see other girls so much, and I feel like social media really affects this one a lot, and this is a big one. And body image plays a role in anxiety, too. But um, I would always compare myself to other girls. Like, wow, like, I wish my stomach could be like hers. Or, wow, like, I have a double chin while my stomach isn't flat enough. Like, this and that. Like, it. you look at so much to other people, but really there's so much inside to, like, think about. And back to God. Like, when God looks at us, he looks at us like our souls. Like, he doesn't look at us from the outside. So he's not like, wow, your, your stomach's too big. Like, you're you're too fat. Like, he doesn't look at us like that. Like, he looks at us and he's like, wow, your soul is so beautiful. Like, that's what he truly cares about. It's not about what's on the outside. It's truly what's in the inside. So, and I still struggle with it. I still have insecurities, like, by looking at other girls. And, but it's really, like, how I've tried to, like, switch my mindset looking at trying to find in myself what I really value. And I'm trying to learn that in therapy, how to value myself and what to figure out what I really like about myself so it's like an ongoing struggle I feel like and it always will almost be like that but you have to find things that you like about yourself other than your image and you've honestly taught me that with working out it's like you've told me this before too when we're 80 and when we're even when we're 60s 50s like we're not gonna be like oh like I hope fitness is still part of my life at that point, but at the same time, like, we're not going to be like, oh, our stomach, like, yeah. it's t- not flat enough, like, that doesn't really truly matter, you know what I mean? Like, it does, but it doesn't at the same time, like, you should want to work out to be healthy, not to improve your looks. Yeah. What about you? So, I feel like my relationship with my body started when I was, like, way younger than most girls, but that was just because I had all of my friends when I was younger were honestly pretty toxic and they always were very adamant about pointing out things that weren't like theirs or like just flaws that I had on myself and my body, the way I dressed. So I was always from a very young age, super hyper aware of how I looked. And um, honestly, I remember the very first thought I ever had about how I looked was in fifth grade. And that was because, I think I told this story before too, but um, me and some of my friends, mind you, were in fifth grade, so we're like, what, 10? Right. And we were sledding, and there's this little, like, pond creek thing by one of my friend's house, and we were, yeah, sledding down it, and we would go across the little river. I don't know what you call it, but, and as I was walking back, like, my foot broke some of the ice like it sunk in and they started making comments on how it broke because I was overweight and that I was too big and that's why I broke the ice and I just remember bawling and they got mad at me because I left because they hurt my feelings and so that was kind of like the first encounter I ever had with somebody pointing out the way that I physically looked and mind you like 
I, nobody in my family really eats that healthy or, like, is into working out, so it was never really, like, a thought in my mind, I guess. Like, I, especially at that age, you don't look at other people and compare yourself naturally that young. Social media wasn't even a thing when I was 10. So, um, it was, but obviously it wasn't to the extent that it was. Like, I think MySpace was the only thing that right. was around. Like, there was no <laughs> Maybe Instagram. Maybe start up a Facebook. <laughs> yeah, like, there was no Instagram. No, Facebook wasn't even a thing yet, I don't think. Maybe. Okay. I don't know for sure, but it wasn't, like, as big as it is now. And um, so I never knew, like, what comparison really was or, like, there wasn't girls posting bikini pics yet. Right. So... Anyway, (laughs) um, from that point on, it really started to be in my mind, like, super aware of how I looked and, like, oh, maybe I need to lose some weight. Like, how do I do that? But at the same time, like, I had to eat what my family was cooking and stuff, so it wasn't that, like, I could really do anything about it at that age. And mind you, I was not even overweight. I was, like, an (laughs) active young girl. Like, I was not overweight. I was athletic. And, um... Moving into, I this is really long and drawn out, I'm sorry. But then moving into middle school, um, I developed an eating disorder. And I was in seventh grade, so that was pretty young to develop an eating disorder. And so, yeah, I just had a really messed up view with food and with exercise and all of that kind of stuff, like with the way I looked. And I just remember like be having to go into the doctor's office and my doctor literally telling me like, you are underweight for your age. Like you're underweight for your height. You really need to like start eating and, um, stuff. And it didn't really hit me that much. I was just like, okay, like whatever. And it still lasted through high school even. So I dealt with that for a very long time and I didn't tell anybody about it. My family kind of knew, but, um, I didn't openly talk about it until I was much older. And yeah, that was always a big struggle for me. And then, um, then I started working out and honestly, my eating disorder kind of subsided naturally because I learned that if I'm not eating enough, I won't be able to fuel my body. I won't be able to build muscle the way I want to. So I built more of a healthy relationship with food after I started working out. And then, um, after you work out though, I feel like you regain a different type of relationship with your body because then you're like, well, you know, my butt isn't growing fast enough or my stomach's not shrinking fast enough Mm -hmm. or, you know, you just don't see the certain growth that you want to see. Yeah. And everybody's genetics plays into it too. So I could be working out just as long as, let's say, you and you could have abs after a year of working out, even though I've been working out for four years and, like, don't have shredded abs, but we don't realize that genetics somewhat play a role in that kind of stuff. And so it got really discouraging because I'm like, dude, like, these girls look so much better and they've been working out, like, less than me. So it almost created, like, another form of, like, body dysmorphia. And so, yeah, like you said, it's just, like, an ongoing process. Now I feel like I have a much healthier view Um, because when I first started working out, I was still very underweight. Like I was very thin and I still wasn't eating enough for the amount that I was working out. Cause I was working out like seven days a week at that point. Like there was no stop for like two hours each day. Like it was very intense and I worked at the gym. So like on my breaks and stuff, I'd just like, um, walk on the steps or like the Stairmaster or run on the treadmill or get a quick lift in, like, I was always, like, working out was my life, Mm -hmm. and I was very, very thin, because I just was not eating enough, and so, 
then when I started gaining weight, it was more like, a, oh, I can still gain weight and look okay. Like, right. I'm not going to get fat if I eat a freaking piece of bread. Right. Like, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. Now, like I was saying, I have a healthier view of it. I'm not looking to be shredded. I'm not looking whatever. I'm happy with where I am, but I also want to see progression. It's like yeah. a healthy, but it took many years to get right. here. Like, I've been lifting for five years, and, like, I'm just now getting to that point. And, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of, like, my, I guess, past with body image, so to speak, and, like, eating disorders and, like, food and stuff like that. Um, But I think it's something that I'm always going to be learning how to improve. Yeah. Yeah. I I sometimes have issues with, like, um, eating where I'm like, oh, if I'm eating, I'll eat this or I'll miss the gym. And I'm starting to, like, really try to prioritize things that like matter because I was like putting the gym above school and I was like okay like I actually need to finish the semester like I can't just like drop everything just to go to the gym like the gym is will always be there I'm not gonna gain five ten pounds from not working out for one day or a couple days like I'll be okay like my body's at a point where I'm like stable now like yeah unless I start eating a bunch of junk food like and just eat it all day long every single day that's the only way my body's gonna like completely go back you mm-hmm. know so it's just like you have to start realizing that your body is more of, like, your temple, and you need to treat it more like your temple rather than, like, okay, Kayla, like, you're gonna gain five pounds if you eat this today. Like, you need to start being more positive towards your body because when you're negative towards your body, and I've realized this, when I look at myself and I'm, like, negative towards my body and towards myself, that's bringing... I start being negative towards other people because that's my, like, view on Mm. myself. Like, and I... It took me a while to realize that, like, my negativity stopped once I started, like, trying to really focus on myself and focus on things that like make me happy and once you bring like positivity in your life and for me it was God it like switched everything around you yeah. know mm-hmm. yeah it's so interesting because being a personal trainer I can see when my clients are having disordered thoughts but and I can recognize it in them but it's almost like something like oh I can't really recognize it in myself when I'm starting to think those thoughts or when I'm starting to do those things or it's so easy for me to be like dude like you look amazing like why are you so stressing about this one area and then I can look at myself and think the same things but rationalize it somehow right and um Jocelyn actually personal trains me so we have like that relationship and sometimes she'll tell me things that I don't even realize about myself like for example like I was when I was putting the gym above um above homework and above other things like she was like Kayla like it's kind of getting to the point where it's almost getting unhealthy and I was doing it unhealthy like not working out to be healthy I was doing it more for my image and that's not a way to look at at like um working out and I was almost hurting myself working out because I wanted to lift heavy and I'm like what is what am I benefiting from this yeah and it's like you have to start looking at yourself sometimes and you it's great to have people like Joss in my life because it helps me fix the areas that I want to fix you yeah. know mm-hmm. that's so important is just to have people who can recognize those things in you mm-hmm. in your life because I think, like I said, we don't always notice when things start to get unhealthy. So there are obviously healthy forms of exercise and some people never experience unhealthy relationships with this kind of stuff. And for people who haven't experienced it, it honestly might sound really weird. Like, what do you mean? But when you're deciphering whether it's healthy or unhealthy or getting to an unhealthy extent, it's like, like you said, is it consuming parts of your life where you're like, 
oh, like I'm not seeing my friends because I prioritize working out way Mm -hmm. above even seeing my friends or like family or yeah, homework. Like obviously homework should come before working out and stuff like that. Like it has to be part of your lifestyle and you have to fit it into your lifestyle, not make your lifestyle fit around your workout schedule because that just doesn't make sense. That's not rational. And I think sometimes it's hard for us to actually notice that we do that right? because it's like, I know working out is a priority and it should be a priority for a lot of people. Like we should care about our health. We should care about exercising. But when it gets to the point where it's like taking up either hours of your life or like it's intervening with other parts of your life mm-hmm. where it's like not good. Right. Then that's kind of where you need to start like evaluating. Right. How your what your relationship with that is. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I have two things, but when you were talking about in the beginning like with girls saying to you at such a young age like, "Oh, the snow broke." Like you're you're big because of that you're it was girls and boys girls and so that almost made it worse yeah because you're getting it from both sides but it makes me wonder like where these people like where these kids hear this from to act like this like yeah you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. it just like makes me curious like and then for us to just like really take that and like we're both very like we're sensitive people so I know it hurt if something were to happen with me like that, and people have said stuff to me, and I, I just, like, want to cry because yeah. it hurts. Like, mm-hmm. it really does, and, yeah, sensitivity plays a role, but it, like, genuinely does affect you, and it makes you, like, view yourself differently when people start saying that to you at such a young age. But it makes me wonder, like, why do kids say this to yeah. you, you know? And that's the crazy part, too, is in that moment, they didn't realize how much that would affect me for the rest of my life. Like, right. I'm now 23 thinking about that moment that happened when I was 10 years old. Exactly. And that's why we don't understand how much power our words have. Like, some mean things that we say we'll never be able to take back and that person will never be able to forget. Mm-hmm. And that can affect their self-esteem for years, right. if not their whole entire life. It'll always at least be in the back of their minds. Exactly. And... I, I get it, like, you, you just think it's fun and games, but it really, like, it really gets in people's, like, skin, yeah. and then it always sticks in the back of their head. Well, and it. when they were supposed to be my best friend. Exactly. I mean, granted, we were 10, so I know, like, and they're no longer part of my life for obvious reasons, but, um... <laughs> Dude, it's so awkward when that happens, it's just, like, pause. um no but like we were 10 but still like they were supposed to be my best friends and it almost breaks like that little bit of trust like yeah I don't know but yeah that really is kind of what kick-started my unhealthy relationship kind of with the way I looked yeah and I think I was always like my entire life I was a little bit bigger as a kid like chubbier I wasn't like big but I was chubby like my entire life and then like when I got to eighth grade I thought thinned out a lot and I was like fine and then I gained weight throughout high school and that's just like normal I think everyone gains a little bit of weight but for me it was like and then I just always would like comparison came in and just like seeing other girls that were like my friends and they weren't they never like meant it and I don't ever think any of them meant to do this but sometimes I would feel insecure by them just looking at them I'm like dang like they have amazing bodies and I'm over here like it's not that they did anything but now having a relationship with God and I say this all the time and I've heard this from many people but when God looks at us like 
one, he looks at our soul, but he looks at us as like a masterpiece. Cause, and I've said this before in other podcasts, but he looks at us as a ma- masterpiece. So he's like, wow, you're so beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're the most beautiful p- person I've ever seen in his eyes every time he looks at us. But to us, like that's like us walking in an art shop and being like, yeah, artist, your art, mm, not so good. And that's what we do to ourselves. Like, we look at ourselves and be like, yeah, God, your creation mm, could have done better. Like, we say God is a perfect God and he doesn't mess up, but why do we make fun of ourselves? Mm, that's good. And that's what kind of has helped me think about myself differently. And I, I'm not saying, like, I don't struggle because I struggle on a daily basis with it still, but I, when I do start struggling and the enemy starts getting my thoughts, I, like, try to turn right to that right away, like, when God looks at me, he thinks of me as a masterpiece. Like, I need to start thinking of myself every time I look like that. I need yeah. to, like, basically block out the haters, like that <laughs> would say, and focus on what God has to say. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to that because that was really good. But something that I thought of, too, is we all naturally have different body types. So, right. like, some girls are just naturally so thin mm-hmm. their whole lives and, like, never even have to think twice about it. Right. And that's amazing, and, like, I'm happy for them. But me, I was... I was always on the thinner side, but I had to work for that. It wasn't mm-hmm. something naturally. Like, my family's naturally a little more curvy. We're, like, bigger. And so, for me, it was natural to gain weight easily. Mm-hmm. And um, so, that was something I always had comparison because I'm like, why do I have to work for it? Right. And, like, these girls are just so naturally. And the girls I grew up with were naturally very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. And so, I can kind of see their point of view, like, looking at me and thinking I am a little bigger. But it's still ridiculous because I was never overweight, but to them, I was just bigger than them. Right. So, um, yeah, I think that poses a really interesting question, too. Like, we have to look at how we parent and, like, what we're teaching our kids and what's um, nice and not nice to say, no matter what age you are. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's super important because naturally kids, when they see somebody who's different than them or has something unique about them they point it out because they just have no filter and that's totally understandable but I think it's really important to have those conversations early on like this is something that you you don't comment on people's looks right I think that's like something that's very important because some that's something that people can't change yeah exactly and I know weight people can change but sometimes it's just like you know they're in situations where they can't or whatever like it's it's different and And we just maybe they love their themselves for the how they look yeah and we should just never comment on how people look I just don't think that that's appropriate but then um going back to like gaining confidence through God I guess um I think it just taught me to not focus so much on my physical self Mm -hmm. and focus more on how I make people feel um the good that I do in this world, my personality, how kind I am, things like that that I like to focus on more than like, okay, did I gain a pound today? Yeah. <laughs> like, it almost sounds funny yeah, because but it's like, we realize how little our physical self makes an impact on this world. Yeah. It doesn't. It, if you think about it, our physical selves do not make an impact on this world. Right. It's our personalities and what we do for people right. that makes an impact. And I think that that's super important to just point out. And as we're raising our kids, too, like, I know we don't have kids yet. So, like, we're not talking from a point of view of, like, you know, whatever. But um, I think that's important, too, is teaching your kids, like, focus on building your character. Right. You know, like, and, te- like, almost praise them for doing good things or, um, like, talking good about people. Right. Like, 
reinforcing that good behavior so that then they don't focus so much on their physical appearance but more like their personalities right and I um think too that when I do have kids I want to have them like raised reading the bible and just like learning straight from what God has to see say see (laughs) God has to see too but has to say because if we have the point of reading the bible which I've learned this is so when like the enemy comes at us with lies and the world comes at us with these lies we have truth and I didn't know that like I kind of just was like oh like I'm just reading the bible just because but really I'm doing it one to well I thought I was just doing it to learn about God which is so true and to learn about Jesus's life but you're also doing it so you can learn about Jesus and learn about the truth that is in the word yeah and so I think when I do have kids I want their um what their knowledge to be based off of like the truth and what's in the bible that's good yeah because I think I grew up in church but I didn't really read the bible by myself and I wasn't like encouraged to do it like my parents told me not to do it but I wasn't like they weren't like read your bible tonight like it wasn't like a thing and I want my my kids to be able to choose to but it's like a fun thing to do to learn yeah. about truth and I, when we learn, we don't learn that as a kid. So if we learn it in like a fun way, it's so fun, you know? Yeah. And I think if it was more casually introduced to us, it would be just more normalized. Right. Where I feel like it wasn't casually introduced to us. So it wasn't normal for us. Right. And it wasn't something that we even ever thought about. Right. But I think in old school, very religious churches, it's more just like read to you it's not taught and there's a huge difference like just hearing it and actually being taught and explained is so different like you can't apply something you don't understand right and so that's kind of where I came from with the bible is like not understanding it so how am I supposed to realistically follow something that I don't Don't even understand and I've talked about that too like I wasn't I was taught that asking questions about God and the Bible was, like, not acceptable. Yeah. So I I never understood, like, how I was supposed to live what I was not understanding or that I wasn't taught. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. And it, it all goes back to, like, when we were kids and that and body image even starts when we're children and what we hear about ourselves and... I don't know, I hope when I have kids that I'm just, like, placing their head how, like, beautiful they are and how, yeah. like, great they are and that I never, like, question, like, how beautiful, like, I always question and I still do, like, how beautiful I am, like, how much, like, things are worth and you really shouldn't do that, but it's, it's hard and yeah. especially in this day and age, like, with how girls look nowadays, like, one, it's not realistic and two, like, I don't know, it's sad, like, it's genuinely sad. I think that's sad. something super important is that realizing how much social media has an impact on us and we bring this up in a a lot generally but it's so true like if you think about it we're scrolling and looking at images of girls and just perfected images edited images Mm -hmm. of people that we can never obtain that yeah and so it naturally inflicts insecurity yeah like you don't have six-pack abs right sorry (laughs) you mean mean less than her or like your picture gets like 50 
less likes than this person. Like, that's how much our self-worth is based off of now. And I mean, it makes sense because it's just naturally part of our society and culture now that it's natural that we would adapt to that and thinking that that means something. But I think we have to realize that genuinely it's not real life. Like, no matter how important it kind of becomes in our businesses or in our quote-unquote lives Mm -hmm. um it's not yeah and like we need to realize that there's surgeries now like it's so easy for girls to get surgery and it's so easy for people to photoshop their images right and it's so easy for people to airbrush their skin like it's not realistic like we look at pictures with filters on it and girls who literally use like smoothing filters and Mm -hmm. i mean we've all done it but i'm just saying like it's natural to see somebody in person and see a freaking bump or a wrinkle yeah exactly exactly. like it's not it's so unrealistic to think that aging doesn't happen or like you know little like smile lines by your eyes like just these normal things and it's almost like we think that we're not supposed to have these normal things right because we're used to seeing ourselves and other people with filters on. Right. And I, honestly, me and Joss were just talking about this today. On Thursday night, I think, I was, like, looking up modeling things. I was like, oh, a model would be fun. Like, just, like, <laughs> messing around and stuff. Because I was like, that would be kind of dope. Like, why not, you know? And I looked it up, and they ended up calling me. But realistically, like, when you, like, a girl my size, like, I'm, don't weigh a lot, I'm pretty, like, I'm a normal-sized girl, I would probably be known as, as a plus-size model, which we is, just talking yeah, about we this. were talking about this today, and it's crazy what the industry, like, for modeling and acting, like, make these girls do, and Joss was saying she used to watch YouTube videos on it, and it's insane, and, like, with that, like, insecurity comes into play with that, and I just can't believe that, and that, yeah. like, blows me away thinking about that and it's honestly depressing yeah no I it's crazy how much we place value on our weight especially Mm -hmm. in the industry like because I wanted to be a model so bad and I would watch all the Victoria's Secret runway shows like over on repeat and I would watch all these models and just get so obsessed with their lives and literally want to be them so bad and because of that I just had such an unhealthy view with even my face because Mm -hmm. they're so perfect and I've I've never shared this and it's very vulnerable but um I actually got my nose done when I was 18 yeah I got my nose done when I was 18 years old and it was because I wanted to be like perfect and I'm only sharing this because it's like super important to talk about because I think the pressure of wanting to be so physically beautiful pushes women to extreme points like God forbid this happens, but what if, like, something would have went totally wrong in my surgery and it was all because I just wanted to be prettier in society's eyes. Exactly. And that was something I got really made fun of for growing up, though, too, was my nose. Like, I got made fun of by so many boys. And, like, that became almost the only thing that I ever thought about because I was just so embarrassed to even go in public. My insecurities were so low and, like, my self-worth was so low just because of all the comments that I had gotten on how big my nose was and um yeah it was really hurtful and even by quote-unquote friends like it was mentioned by so many people even like bosses that I had before like people didn't know it was such a big thing because I was honestly so embarrassed about it and so like hurt that so many people like thought this about me but it was something that I obviously couldn't change until I was 18 right and I had talked about Um, talked about it with my family before and they're like no like absolutely not and so yeah the minute I was able to I did and yeah 
I just think that's super important to talk about because we don't realize how how common surgery is yeah and how common even like even if you're not rich like you're pushed to the extent of wanting to do that Mm -hmm. just to be pretty yeah like um I can't even remember how many people have told me they want to get like the liposuction because of like just things and I honestly think I'm like wow that would be kind of cool like because then you never get fat back like that's kind of nice and if you have the money to do it and you want to like by all means like do your thing girl and all power to you but like I don't know, it's hard because I, even, like, me, like, I do it all the natural way, and there's still things that, like, I want to change about myself, and it's almost like, instead of what I try to do now, instead of making it feel like I need to change these things about myself, and making it feel like if I don't change it, it's not going to be okay, making it almost like a challenge for myself, like, if I do this, then I, I end up being able to look better, like, it's not something to, like, I don't know, and it's almost like I'm putting it back on my looks, but it's like, why don't I... I'm trying to, like, adjust my mind to be, like, why don't I just think about how God thinks of me? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not against surgery or anything, obviously. Yeah, but no. But I um, think that I understand now why people get so addicted to plastic surgery because it is. It's, like, once you fix something, you're, like, oh, I can just fix all these things mm-hmm. and I can look perfect. But it's, like, it's almost like you never fix the self-esteem problem then and you're only trying to put a band-aid over the problem yeah like you could literally take like in society's eyes like the ugliest person that everybody thinks is so ugly and they could be like the most confident happy person because they block out other people's opinions because genuinely it does not matter like how we look is all a perception of certain people like somebody could think I'm beautiful the next person could think I'm like a piece of trash like Mm -hmm. you know that's just no matter whether I get my nose done my boobs done whatever like they somebody could literally look at me how I am now think I'm pretty and somebody could look at me and think I'm right and same like before I even got my nose done like it could have been somebody looks at me and thought I was beautiful with that nose and somebody could have looked at me and thought I was ugly Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's all perception and so us just looking at the easiest way like oh I'm gonna get a surgery like it doesn't fix the confidence problem right and even after like and I'm a prime example example like even after I still was insecure about things then it just moved on to something different for me to obsess over right so yeah I just think I don't even know why I felt compelled to share that because I used to be so embarrassed to share it because I was like oh nobody's gonna think I'm beautiful now or everybody's gonna think I'm fake beautiful now but it's genuinely like these thoughts that people have in their heads and I think it's important especially from somebody who's been through it to share and yeah no and that's and that's a great story because it really it's from a personal perspective like I've never had something done like you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's of somebody that had have went through that mm-hmm. and I guess one of the things I'm starting to learn is not everyone is gonna like me not everyone's gonna think I'm pretty not everyone is gonna think of my body's not nice the only one who truly matters is God and you yeah. gotta get above those people's opinions and recently like I think I've really been struggling like I want nobody to have anything bad to say about me because I really struggle with that I don't want to have beef with anyone I don't want to have problems with anyone and you finally have to come to a realization that not everyone is gonna like you yeah like there's gonna and isn't that interesting like why do we feel like everybody needs to think we're pretty yeah I don't know I, and like why does that matter does their opinion literally affect yeah or our what life? they're saying about you like yeah. it's not gonna make me die like yeah <laughs> what and I always think too like how boring would it be if we all looked the same like that's cliche but in all reality like if we all had the same faces we all had the same bodies we all were the same height the same hair color literally everything the same 
that would be so boring. And I feel like all of us, in a way, are striving to look like somebody else. Right. So it's like if we're all striving to look like somebody else and we all genuinely, like, give into that and get the surgeries and all of this and we all start to look so similar, how boring would that be? Right. Like, that would just be so lame. Like, right. And it's crazy because I see people, like, even, like, Lizzo, for example, like, she's <laughs> so freaking confident, man. No, she is. And she doesn't care. And I'm like, dude, if I could be like her... Like, that would be amazing. And yeah. she, like, does her own thing. Like, and 90% of the people that judge us will never see us again. And we don't even know what they're saying about exactly. us. Exactly. So, I don't know why I do that, but... And honestly, like, when people say stuff about you or have something especially, well, mean to say about you, it's because they wish they had something... They wish they had what you had, but right. they don't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's all coming from a place of jealousy. Right. And... Not to say, like, obviously everybody said something something mean in their whole life. Like, right. we've all, we are all guilty of that. Yeah, but exactly. just, like, if you're worrying about what other people say about you, like, just know it's coming from a place of hurt within themselves. Right. And it's nothing actually directed at you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just, we have to, like, make our opinions more important than random people's opinions or other people's opinions because genuinely you're the only one that's going to have to live with you for the rest of your life and if you like what you see in the mirror then that's genuinely all that matters yeah and I um somebody said this to both of us and when somebody does something bad to you remember that it's most likely not them doing it to you it's the enemy doing it so that kind of gives me comfort like when somebody says something bad about me or when I feel guilty about something or this and that or when I know somebody's intentions aren't bad 90 percent, they aren't from a good from god They're and sometimes something... they don't even realize that exactly though. Like, sometimes it's people and it's something you don't really start to see until you start seeing more in like a spiritual way right. i guess but people don't really realize that they're being used in a specific way or like they just don't know so right. that's important to keep in mind too like that's some, how some people were just raised or maybe they came from a super negative household and right. their parents only talked bad about people and they just naturally pick up on that. Like, it's not always that person's fault and that's why we have to be so firm in who we are and who God is and who God made us Right. that none of the other external factors even matter. Right. Yeah. I completely agree with that one. Yeah. So, <laughs> right now... If you had to rate from, like, 1 to 10, what do you feel like your body image, like, positivity is? Um, I would say about between a 7 and 8. It depends on the day. Like, sometimes it's a little bit lower depending on, like, and I've realized, too, if I'm eating, like, healthy all day long, my image of myself is so much different than if I'm eating, like, junk food all day long and if I eat ice cream before bed. Like, my image of myself... See, but that's what I want, and this is what I've been trying to get you to shift because this is part of the thing that we've yeah, talked about, too. I know. Is that... Yeah, I mean, naturally, no, I think I, healthy foods yeah. make us feel better. No, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, like, yeah, Kind okay. of, like, because when I'm eating, like, because... Kind of what I do for myself is once I start eating one bad thing, I just think it's okay to eat all these bad mm. things. And I'm it's okay to eat bad. I'm starting to realize I'm, I need bad food. Like, it's okay. But my body just feels like crappy, basically. Okay. So that's kind of where that is. No, so I it's totally like, agree. Yeah, but when I'm eating, like, healthy all day, that's kind of where I'm like, oh, I feel good about myself because I'm genuinely putting these good, like, is it hormones in so no, like not hormones. Good nutrition. Good nutrition. Yes, I saw. I saw hormones. Hormones. Good, good um, nutrition in myself, so I'm feeling better. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that when I'm eating, like when I was doing the Daniel's fast, for example, I was just telling you about this. 
um, I felt this weird confidence about myself and felt so energized. I wasn't drinking any caffeine. I was eating all vegetables, all natural processed, unprocessed, unprocessed food, (laughs) unprocessed food. And I felt great. But then when I'm eating like crap all day, then I feel like, "Mm." yeah, but it's your body does need those crappy things. Like I'm not saying not that it necessarily needs it, but just in general, like it's not realistic to never have a piece of yeah, exactly your whole entire life or never eat cake again. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Thanksgiving, right? Like Christmas, right? Your birthday, like just treating yourself. Exactly. As long as you eat mostly. And I think this is something that we need to remember is like, as long as you eat the rule is like 80% healthy, you have that space like 20% to eat unhealthy. Exactly. And it doesn't mean go crazy, but it's like if you have three healthy, super healthy meals throughout the day and you want to have like an Oreo at the end yeah. of the day, like do what, it. Yeah. Eat or a the bo- freaking Oreo. Yeah. Or a bowl of ice cream. Like it's not going to ruin your physique. Exactly. And I think that's something that I had to get over too because I used oh, yeah, to like same. never eat anything unhealthy. I would only eat like very, very healthy vegan like things. And it doesn't have to be that strict. Mm -hmm. You know, you can give yourself a little leeway and still not gain weight. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we just have to have more of, like, a lenient look at it. Because it's, like, what kind of life would it be if we just, like, only followed our strict diet plans, our strict exercise plans, and, like, didn't, like, we worry about that more than we do about living our life. Yeah, I completely agree with you. what kind of life would that be if we just constantly consumed ourselves with that? Yeah, no, I completely agree. But where are you on the scale from 1 to 10? I feel like right now, see, it's like last week I would say I was like a 9. This week I feel like I'm like a 7. Okay. And, I mean, I was sick, so my eating habits were, like, not that great because I you know how, like, when you're sick and just certain things, you're like, I don't want to eat yeah. that. And no, you I have, like, these... Understand. So I had, like, a peanut butter sandwich every single day. And that was, like... That Love was, like, it. my meal. But I wasn't eating enough because I just... My appetite wasn't there. Um, so I think based on that, since my eating hasn't been super consistent, um, I haven't been feeling the best. But, yeah. So I think, like, today, if we're talking about today right now, it's, like, a seven. Okay. Yeah. But also, I haven't been in the gym because of corona, too. So, I mean, I still work out, but it's just not the same. So, I think, like, all of that kind of plays into a factor. But that's also something I'm trying to work on is, like, not basing my self-worth on whether I work out today or not. Exactly. You know what I mean? But it's it's a forever process, especially how big fitness used to be as a part of my life. I think I get this weird thing where I almost compare myself to where I was before to Mm -hmm. now because like I said I used to work out like seven days a week like two hours each and I just think about like oh if I would do that like my body would be so perfect now but it's like I can't do that like I'm a totally different person my lifestyle is totally different everything's different now so it's so weird that I can like sit here and compare myself to like an earlier version of me yeah and I even think about like I will say this when I catch myself being like negative towards myself I'm like if I live like this am I gonna be happy Exactly. Like, I say that to myself every time I'm negative about, like, oh, I just feel like I gained so much weight. Exactly. I'm like, but if I look at myself, like, oh, I just gained so much weight. Am I going to be happy? No. And it'll be constantly a struggle. Yes. And bringing it back to Lizzo. <laughs> this is funny, but she's been very prevalent lately, and I don't know why. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I follow her on TikTok, and I was watching this TikTok of her, and it was, like, a TikTok of her crying, and she was basically saying, like, you know... 
just because you're rich or just because you're famous doesn't mean your problems go away. And she was like, if anything, it almost amplifies your problems and your issues. And she's like, do the inner work now. She's like, I'm still do like doing inner work. But she was like, today is just a hard day. And, you know, it doesn't make my feelings any less valid just because I'm rich and famous basically like you need to do the work before you get here so that you realize it's just like not everything yeah and that marriage has been always a big thing for me oh my god Kayla but that's what it says too though (laughs) you have to do like the inner work and work on your inside before you think you're ready for stuff like that like it works with everything in your life so like when you're, like, complaining about being single and stuff, like, work on things that you want to work on. Because when you get in that relationship, it's not just about you. It's not going to be what you think it is because no. you didn't do the work. And that's literally with anything. Like, I've literally been tested with this so much, I feel like, this past year. We always think that we're going to be happier once we achieve this thing or once we get this material thing or once we get that car, get the house, get the marriage, have the kids, like, all this stuff. We think that things are going to make us more happy. Mm -hmm. And it's never the case. No. Like, we literally gain happiness from being firm in God. Yes. And being firm in who we are. Exactly. And who we were made to be. And you have to just figure that out on your own. Like, like as weird as that sounds, like, you're, you literally have to dig deep inside and ask God to help you reveal those things. No, yeah, that's so true. But that's also something we're all going to be discovering for the rest of our lives. Like, there's no... And we're constantly changing. There's, yeah, there's no one answer right so but I think that was a super good conversation yes and I'm happy that we talked about it especially with women I think it's super important to keep that conversation open and I I think it's been getting more of a popular topic but I think it's important to continue to talk about and continue yeah yeah, to keep that going because it's something I feel like women are always going to struggle with right so Kayla Thanks so much for listening if you've made it this far. Um, if you could follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, we... TikTok. TikTok. We made some TikToks, so you should go watch them. But yes, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate anything. If you guys could list, like, and share, we would really greatly appreciate it. Love ya. Love ya. Because we want to... Save the girls. Bye, <laughs> so guys.